Welcome back to the Brilliant Perspectives podcast. I'm your host, Jalen Bowden, and you are about to dive headfirst into a community learning how to live a relational lifestyle with God. Hey, it has been a wonderful last two months exploring what we like to call new man theology. It's all about practicing our new nature rather than trying to wrangle in the behavior of the old. That person is dead and gone because Jesus paid a high price to see it buried and left in the grave. But you, my friend, are a stunning new creation. Having been raised to newness of life, your new nature is being one spirit with Christ. This is the process of how we transform. As we behold God's true nature, we simply become more like him. I love the way that we approach this topic. So let's hand it over to Graham Cook as he unpacks more of this truth. 1 Corinthians 1.30 says, By God's doing you are in Christ, who became to us wisdom from God, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. All of these things we are following up on in the new man. So there is an old knowledge of God and there is a new knowledge of God in Christ. And that new knowledge is the new man changes everything. He changes your vision of God and yourself. He changes your mindset. He changes your language. So it's fascinating to me as I'm talking to people about that, they start talking to me out of a wrong mindset. Because the mindset on the flesh is hostile to God. So you say, hang on a minute. If all your thinking has brought you to a place you don't like, have another thought. Because clearly the one that brought you here isn't good enough. Don't work on that old thought to change it. Just pick a new thought. Because that old thought actually doesn't need to be worked on because it belongs to the old man and it's dead. So what is a new thought? We only work on the new. Look at me. We only work on the new. We never work on the old because it's dead. What's a new thought? Don't work on that old thought. Work on the new one. What's the new one? Think that one. Let's think like Jesus would think. What would that new thought be? Let's think that. The Holy Spirit guides us into all truth. And the Holy Spirit is disclosing everything that belongs to Jesus and showing it to us. So he's going to show you a better way to think. It's his job. Let him do his job. He's going to give you a whole new vision and perspective of God and yourself and your circumstances. Let him do his job. He's a genius at it. And then he's going to give you a language to go with that mindset and that projection. That's his job too. He's going to teach you how to talk like Jesus would talk. So you talk about it the way that Jesus would if he was in you. Oh, but wait. He is. And he'll teach you how to live from the inside where God is present to the outside. So that what's in you changes the situation and the circumstances and even the people around your own life. Remember, we don't become a new person by changing our behavior. We discover who we already are in Jesus 
and we step into the identity guided by the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> Jesus took away our sin so that now he is our righteousness. So he took away one thing and he brought the opposite into our life. So now we're learning God is establishing us in righteousness. And where the enemy is tempting us to sin, the Holy Spirit is attracting us towards holiness. Yeah? And here's the thing too is, because the old man is dead and therefore sin is dead, we do not have a sin nature anymore. We just have a sin habit and habits can be easily broken. Yeah? You are not a sinner saved by grace. You were a sinner and you were saved by grace to become a saint. Now, the requirement on you is to think like a saint would. Think like one of God's holy ones. You're a saint. You don't have a sin nature. You may have a sin habit and habits are being broken. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free, Galatians 5.1. So we have to think, when we think new, we're thinking in a way that releases freedom. You don't want to keep going through the same circumstances. You want to get victory over them. So we're learning initially to get victory over that situation. And then we're learning how to be an overcomer in that situation. An overcomer means gradually you approach those situations differently. When it comes, you're happy and excited because you know you're getting an upgrade in terms of who Jesus is. Before, you had to fight off depression or unbelief or doubt or fear or anxiety. You had to get victory over those things. You know, victory is the least thing that God wants to give you. What he really wants is to make you more than a conqueror. So at some point, you have to grow up from needing victory. And, that mean, and you do that in newness of life by coming to a place where you are an overcomer. That means when a situation comes, you own it. This is my situation. This situation, and you detail to the situation, this is what you're going to do for me. You're going to help me discover who I am in Jesus in a new way. So you're here because I need to see something. This situation is here because I need to think about God and myself in a new way. You're here because I'm getting a language upgrade. Yeah? So an overcomer thinks like that. An overcomer has converted that problem into a possibility. Right? Because there are no problems in heaven. Right? Jesus came talking about possibilities. So an overcomer is someone who now traditionally thinks about this situation the way that God would see it. Yeah? Someone who's more than a conqueror gets to the place where the enemy stops bringing situations to us because he's running out of resources and it's not working and he doesn't really know what to do with us. And so he fails to show in situations, and more than a conqueror, then begins to act to affect the world around them in ways that they hadn't imagined before. So you become, the new man in you becomes a force to be reckoned with. Joshua and Caleb saw something different. They didn't see anything out there. 
to worry them. That's the difference between the old and the new man. Caleb had a mindset based on majesty. And so when he saw a giant, you get mixed messages. The enemy gives you a message. He's too big for you. He's too strong for you. You're not good enough. You're not strong enough. You're not powerful enough. You can't take him. You're going to die. It's over. They're going to kill you. They're going to walk all over you. You can't possibly take that person. Really, compared to them, you're like a grasshopper. The Holy Spirit shows up and he says to Caleb, see that guy? See how big he is? By the time we're finished on this level, you're going to be his size and he's going to be your size. Y'all are going to swap places. That giant is actually a doorway into a whole new realm that belongs to you now, Caleb. And we are showing you that giant because we've already dealt with him. And now you're stepping into our victory. And so he comes back saying, there are giants out there, but God is with us. They will be our prey. What's that? That's the voice of someone who is an overcomer. Yeah? And that's what the new man sounds like. Our new man always lines up with Jesus. Always. And so when we learn to live in the new man, we're learning to live in the unchangingness of who God is. And that's what is incredibly confusing to the enemy. Because the enemy is trying to make you like him. And God is trying to make you like him. The enemy is a wannabe God. He wants to make you in his image. Angry, fearful, worried, harassed, stressed, bitter, resentful, easily offended. He wants to make you exactly like him. But God wants to make you like him. Loving, kind, peaceful, gracious, full of joy, endlessly patient, generous. He wants to make you like him. So that this is how you show up regardless of circumstances. So what we're doing is we we're identifying our language through how God sees us. And I love the way that my language has changed over the years. I love what I'm seeing in Jesus. I love the freedom that I have to be new. I love the fact that I get to confuse the enemy. I love the fact that all of my learning is about Christ in me and expectation of glory. And I'm learning that just in ordinary routines of life and how I see situations and circumstances and people, I am walking a pathway with the Lord in partnership. And I love the new man. I, I love newness of life. I love the fact that he's always saying to me, Graham, remember, I'm making all things new. And sometimes I feel God like over my shoulder when I'm looking at a situation and I'm partway down the road to a default. You know, I feel the Lord looking over my shoulder and say, do you want to borrow my eyes right now? What? Do you want to borrow my eyes right now? Am I looking at this wrong? Uh-huh. 
I'm only saying it now so we don't have to deal with it back down there. So you know there's a better way of seeing this. Sometimes we get hooked in the suddenness of how something comes, you know? Something comes on us and, and the Lord says, uh-uh, this is what peace is for right now. Graham, don't let your heart be troubled. My peace, receive my peace. You ready? Okay, open your eyes. Ask me how I'm seeing it. Come on, I dare you. Ask me how I'm seeing it. Lord, how are you seeing it? I see it like this. Really? Whoa. Yeah, kind of cool, huh? That's very cool. Okay, so I want that. How do we do it? And you're off into a whole conversation. It's called um, relationship. It's called relationship. And God loves to take our hand and move us into that space. So he's saying to all of us again today, I have created a space in you and around you where all I'm teaching you, in that space you can relax in me because I am teaching you how to be a new creation. I want to teach you how to be new in this situation. So I want you to love the situation and I want you to love what I'm going to do with you right now. It's called walking in newness of life. After working in ministry for over 40 years, Graham Cook and Team Brilliant have encountered the same theme over and over. Christians often struggle with hearing God's voice and knowing their purpose in the kingdom. Here at Brilliant, we believe there are people in the kingdom of God who desire to be different. People like you, who want to make an impact and be a catalyst for goodness in their families and communities. We've created Brilliant TV to be the place where we can all experience kingdom transformation together. To join us on this journey, you can find our community at brillianttv.com today.